BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. So this is Pop Culture Hour, not to be confused with Happy Hour. Although pop culture does make us all happy and so does wine. So do what you want. Dracarys, bitches. I'm doing it, literally. I'm doing it when I'm with you. Commit. When I'm with you. Commit. Dracarys, bitches. Welcome to another monthly episode of Pop Culture Hour with my best friend um, and the original radio host of our time, Th- thank Taylor Strecker. Thank you for that. I the, really appreciate it. The original radio host of our time. Yeah. Howard Stern, who? 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 Yeah. Yeah, like you are, you are anyone, anyone who could, no, no one can take that from you. I walked so everybody Everybody else could run. Yeah, with video. With video. (laughs) 100%. Fuck video. Um, (laughs) But I do it because I love you. No, fuck video. No, I have to start doing more video. Because we have to. It's literally like, what the fuck? Like everyone, and granted, if you're just listening to this right now, you can watch the video on patreon.com slash Stassi. So like, that's why we're recording it. And see my double chin. Yeah. See the double chins. (laughs) We haven't figured out the angles yet. And um, (sighs) the room isn't like big enough to have like the most like beautiful angle. Like this isn't the most flattering, (laughs) but it is what it is. uh, And we're just going to make do. And if you're welcome. And also (laughs) I I give extra special video content because I have a blinking issue. So you can come watch me blink like a mad woman. You have a blinking issue. Are you for real? Wait, no. Oh my God. Do you notice it? You're lying. Well, pull the audience. Wait, when are you blinking? I'm like trying to stare at your face right now. So I have this thing. I call it the blinkies. And it's why I get. I've never heard you say blinkies before. You're making this up right now. I swear to God. You know what's so interesting? Because I do a lot of recording on Zoom for the Taylor Strecker Show. Also on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the Taylor Strecker Show. But I never use the video footage. And my like social girl wants to murder me. Because she's like, Taylor, you do content every single day. Give me something. And I'm like, but I'm blinking so much. I think maybe I'm like reacting to the screen. Like I like I need like blue light what, glasses. What screen? Like the computer screen. Oh, from doing the Zoom. Yes. Yeah. But like Tay noticed. Like my parents will be like, Oh, you need more Botox. You have the blinkies back. So like I, I'll I'll do it. I do like I this quite literally have never seen it. I've never seen it. Never heard of it. Never really? heard you say blinkies. <laughs> It's like a thing. No, but I feel like you're li- you've been living a lie. Like I I, I thought but, I knew everything about you. I will say this this is making me feel so great because the fact that you, my best friend, literally spend so much time together, either I'm not blinking as much as I think I am, or you're so self-absorbed <laughs> that you never saw. 
Okay. Well, I was going to go with neither of those well, things. Well, now I want to play I was it gonna go, we're talking about it. <laughs> I was going to go with the fact that I don't normally um, watch your Zooms. Well, that, no, no, but I'm saying I do it in person too. But like when I watch my Zooms back, I'm like, oh my God, Blinky Central. So maybe it's just worse when I'm doing like stuff on the computer is my point. Like maybe in person, it's not so bad. Okay. Literally in all fairness, uh, just to defend my selfishness, <clears throat> Lo is in the corner and she, she yes. said she's never noticed it before. Yes. And we spend a lot of time together too. So it's too. literally not on me. Okay. It's well, on you. No, no, this makes me happy. This means I'm not as bad as I think I am in my head. Okay, cool. So Ooh. we have, we have, we have blinkies in the house. Um, <laughs> blinkies. Uh, I sound like I sound like an asshole. I again, when am I not sick anymore? Like I sound like me. you. When am I not sick anymore? Like this is like something that I've realized, like at becoming a mother, that right. like you you just have to get used to being sick all the time. Whatever your kid brings home, which is like everything, everything you're gonna get it. But guess who's not gonna get it? The dad. The dad. It's insane. Is it just like a, a male genetic makeup Immune thing? Systems are sexist, and obviously God is a man. Like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Bo has not gotten anything that Hartford's brought in. My dad growing up, like, was never sick, and my mom was always sick with us. But, like, a lot of people messaged me, because, like, I posted about it today, and a lot of people DM'd me and was like, um... It's it's a thing because moms are always the ones taking care of their ba- the babies, taking mm-hmm. care of the kids. What the babies, the kids want to cuddle with the moms, and I'm like, mm, Hartford is like a full blown daddy's girl, totally. and Hart and Bo does just as much work when it comes to Hartford as I do. So like that can't be it. No. It has to be. He says tequila. Honestly, he says he drinks tequila, and that tequila. <laughs> kills any chance of getting sick. I think that there's something to be said for that. I really do. I think if like if you're drinking, you're killing germs inside of your body. Right. Right. But like uh mama loves a good glass of wine. I know, but maybe it's like the hard stuff, the one that really knocks it on its ass. Yeah, because like whenever I watch like period piece movies yeah. and like someone gets sick, like they're like, we the doctor's always like, have some wine, drink some more wine, make sure they have a lot of wine. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure like that's not what doctors are saying nowadays, even in other countries and areas of the world. But like, maybe they are. Like maybe in France or like in Italy, when you go to the doctor, they're like, you should probably have some more wine. I want to live there for that reason alone. Like doctors are so judgy in America. But also not. My doctors and my pediatrician, they're so relaxed that they're like, listen, if we give you an antibiotic, like the side effects will like aren't like really like worth what you're even going through. And exactly. like it'll like by the time you get the antibiotic and then you take it, it's like you'll already be done with the sickness anyway. You just got to let it run its course. And I'm, they're like, take a hot shower, have some chicken noodle <sighs> soup and relax. And I'm like, what type of doctory is this? What? Like, doctory? Why? Why am I like paying like an annual fee to have like something that you could like find on Google? Like, yes, literally, like doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I'm over being sick. I feel like every podcast episode I put out, I sound I sound like this and I'm sick and I struggle through it. But like, is this my new normal? Maybe. Maybe. Well, we're 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 going to do the damn thing. Sickness and all sickness and all we're going to do it. We were supposed to do it yesterday. Luckily, Taylor fucked that up. (laughs) The eye roll. With her schedule. Because I actually... I'm very busy. Because yesterday I felt way worse. And I was like, I like do not know how I'm going to like form sentences or like do any of this shit right now. Like I... No. I can't come no. up with... No. No. But here we are. 
on a Saturday morning. On a Saturday morning. I set my alarm on a Saturday and did my makeup. This is like a first time. Yes. Thank you for being timely. Let's get into it. Yes. If you want, listen, we recapped um, Halloween. Yes. Her part, I mean, my party. Yes. The Taylor staying at our yes. house. On her podcast. Thanks. So if you want to hear all about that, I just realized like how giving and selfless I am that you I are. gave you all of that content. So, oh, so I think that you were just out of it and you like forgot I took advantage of you. Yeah, 100%. But Bo and I also discussed it on The Good, The Bad, The Baby, which is on Patreon. There you go. So patreon.com slash Stassi again. Again. Yeah. Yep. So Lots of content for everyone. If you choose so much content when we're in town to enter into the dark side, you can go there. Yeah, and also I feel like our recap of Halloween, like it's everybody's perspective is going to be different. Totally, you know. Yeah, like and, and now I'm like I'm dying to hear what Bo had to say. Yeah, Bo like had like full blown like an anxiety attack that he's still recovering from. I had so much anxiety I had to go downstairs and have sex with my wife. <laughs> Yeah, that is like a next That's, level anxiety. Like I would never. Okay, but like I had zero anxiety and I am the anxiety what? queen. I, I just like, I don't know, just parties. Like there was a point in the night where I was like, I couldn't figure out what to talk about with people. And I was just like, so, and that's like not my vibe. Right. And so I was like, I think I have to go downstairs and have sex with Taylor as an excuse to get out of this party for a little bit. <laughs> no, like that, everything that you said makes sense and like I feel that on a regular basis yes, you relate to that except for that night That's so like weird. even in the moments where I was like I don't know what more to say to this person or like I like maybe feel a little weird yes. I just like talked myself out of it and was like I'm literally wearing a hoop skirt so like no one can come like that close to me anyway so like <laughs> and I'm the host so like I always have an excuse to be like right. I need to go do this I need to go do that so like I didn't have like meaningful conversations with anyone I just like hosted well, the parties. fuck out of everything that's parties there's nothing meaningful it's just like all small talk right and yeah. getting to know new people and stuff like that but like my costume was so brilliant for social media but like so ugly in reality yeah. so like that was another thing too I was like I'm having these like weird conversations and I look like this I yeah. have to leave. No, that's a little unfortunate. At least I looked beautiful. Yes, exactly. I looked gorgeous, stunning, dead. Plus, I like talk shit. So <laughs> I never know like who knows I talk shit and who doesn't know. Like I talk shit for a living. It's my job. So I wish that some people would just like understand it. But I know some people are like way sensitive. So I just never quite sure who's like mad at me and who's not. I know, but like there was no one over here that could be mad at you. One person. Really? Yes. Can you just mouth it to me? Who? Wait, who? I literally have no idea who you're talking <laughs> about. Should I just fucking say it? No. Okay. Wait, I want to write it hold down. On. Write it down. <laughs> I need to know. Okay. Write it down. I just felt so weird. And I do, like, I have a guilty conscience. Remember that we're up. Oh my yeah. God. Literally, that would never have crossed my mind. <laughs> like, actually, never have crossed my mind yeah, at all. I got nervous. But now that I think about it, I should have even warned you. Thanks for that, bitch. I didn't even think about that. That was so long ago. And the last time I saw this person, actually, they were they went out of their way to be really nice to me. Whether it was like, you know, it's like nice because like you hate somebody, but I'm being nice or not. It I, was genuine. Okay. And I thought I Which thought is so. why it didn't even occur to me that like it would make you feel uncomfortable because well, I know that this person is genuine. Okay. So then this person was like, we were in like around the island in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And she, a little bit of an Easter egg, yeah. looked in my direction and like looked right through me. And so I was getting really insecure. But then I was like, a you're dressed like a troll, though. And she then I thought maybe she didn't. <laughs> like, so 
there's that. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. But then I was like, I could go say hi to her. But then I was like, wait, don't forget how ugly you look. Did so. you say hi? I did not. You never made contact. I didn't. I was trying to. I was trying to. I swear to God, I was trying to do it. But like, when I'm going to like jump on the, the fucking island in the kitchen and be like, hey, I almost said her name. It was not that big of a party. Like, I, that no, is it was so much weirder that, that you didn't say normally, hi. I couldn't naturally get to her. Okay. It was, I swear. No, I swear I wasn't like intentionally avoiding. Although there was somebody at the party. Do you need to write it down again? No, you remember. You were mad at me. Who I like, you were like, did you see so-and-so? And I was like, so-and-so. Oh, that you forgot who they were? Yeah, I was so mad at you about that. I'm like, I'm you, so you mad spent, at myself. You spent so much time, you've so spent much time so much person. time with this person <sighs> and you didn't I'm remember and awful. you didn't acknowledge her. Like that I, makes me so angry. I'm, I know. I know, I feel like you should send her flowers. Oh my God, the drama. <laughs> no, but like for real, because she's such a kind, wonderful I person. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying that's something that you should like literally have. You should get cringe sweats about that for the next seven years. <laughs> like when you're like every time you're doing the dishes, I want you to all of a sudden just go. Mm. I will. Like literally will. every fucking I time. I can't breathe. I'm choking. Um, my vomit and laughter. Okay. <laughs> Y'all. I hate myself. If if <laughs> if you're new here, yeah, we're doing a monthly podcast that is called Pop Culture Hour, where we're going over the things that we are fucking obsessed with stalking yes. on social media or like in the world, whatever. And it's just an excuse for us to like totally sit and like do what we normally do exactly just on air. Yeah, um, it's just like more of like a point of view. Totally. Yes. And uh, I have five things listed. We'll see if we can get to all of the five things okay. that have I've been like stalking. Um, and let's just like, let's just start. Let's let's bore people with the first one because okay. it's like a follow up of our last one. Okay. And we'll try to keep it tight. I promise I'm going to like not like go off because this is a topic that makes me usually I spiral. I could talk about it for 45 minutes. No, I know. I think you have like a major obsession with Sarah Jessica Parker. I do. I do. It's unhealthy. A huge one. It, I, I do. So the first topic literally is the yes. fact that the other day I was on Daily Mail mm -hmm. and I saw that Sarah just there. So they're filming and just like that. We've all said or me and Taylor have said we're obsessed with this show. Did it suck? Yes. Yes. Did we care? No. Because yes. we're still. No. Yes. I still love it no matter what. It could be the worst. It could They could literally deliver absolutely <clears throat> nothing and I will still fucking take it. I still, I don't care if the show sucks or not. I just yes, want them but, in front of my face. But that's, this the thing is, I, I'm, I'm with you 50% of the way, but like, I am angry that this show sucks. Like, I, I understand what it feels like to be a troll now because I am an, a, a troll like, for just like, like that and SJP. Like, you are a troll. No, I know. It's awful. I hate myself. But I, no, I definitely, I like hate watch the show. And after the, it's over, I'm like, that was terrible. But then I'm back next week and like still come back with like a little bit of hope, which is mm -hmm. like, that's on me. That is on you. I know. I think like you should just decide to like release it. I don't know if I write can. it down, burn it <laughs> under a full moon, set it free, set it free yeah. and like really decide to live your life in a happier way. I will try this season for you. Just like take it for what it is. I can't because it was so important to me and good before. Whatever. There's so many. Just not because I'm going to go on. I'm going to spin okay, out. Well, that's not the point of what of this <laughs> right, is. Okay. Right, right. So I saw in Daily Mail and then today Vogue <gasps> posted either Vogue Weddings. It was probably Vogue Weddings that Sarah Jessica Parker yeah. was filmed yeah. in the streets of New York City 
wearing the wedding dress. Yes. The Vivian infamous. Westwood. Yes. The Vivian Westwood infamous with wedding dress with the bird. Yes. I, I'm not sure she had the bird. She had something. Tur- she had something teal in her hair. Was it the actual bird? It looked like the bird. And it also, they, they added a teal cape to it, too. Like the same satiny material as the actual gown, but like a teal, which I mean, I, I die for a cape. You know how I feel about capes. They're everything and more. No, 100%. And she had a matching shoe, too. Remember when we did that photo shoot together and I wore those red satin pumps, that red dress, and people were like, you're disgusting. And I was like, actually, it's called fashion. And like now SJP is doing it. So obviously I win. For monochromatic looks. Yeah. Uh, monoma- monochromatic looks are like literally everything. Yeah. Do you know why? Because they look expensive. Because and it look, it's like exactly. if, if you can afford to, to buy, to match, to like buy a, like a, a top, pants, yep. and a shoe, yep. and a bag all in one color. Like, that looks rich. Even if, like, everything is, like, $15 or less. Exactly. The fact that they're all the same shade, it, all the, it like, tricks your eye into thinking that it looks expensive. And it's it, it's so effective. I will say, though, like, even when we went on tour, I had these yeah. black pants, and I had so many people reach out being like, I just, like, don't like those pants. And I'm like, if you own a coach wristlet, never fucking come talk to me about fashion. Literally. I mean... That's, specific but it's accurate do, do they still sell coach, coach wristlets well if they even if you had one still don't come at me with your fashion wait but like i had one in college <laughs> <laughs> and i had the like crossbody yeah so well, like i never want to hear but, it but guess what <laughs> but guess what hashtag growth um, Hashtag growth. People deserve yes. second chances. Fine, fair. And um, people evolve. Yeah, but you're not criticizing my fashions. Nor is low. You guys understand that I am a fashion maven. True. <laughs> True. Okay. The photo. The bird is in her hair. Okay. There is the cape. Yes. Um. Honestly, this vibe I love so much more than the first one. I know the cape really pulls it together, and, and the shoe it's the smoky the eye, and not the the that dark lip. Remember, she did like a dark lip, didn't she? And I was like, why? I no longer can envision her face outside of Hocus Pocus 2. Which so. we'll get into. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. So that was, that that came out. And so I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? Right. Like, what are they filming? Why? In what world is she putting back on right. her wedding dress right. for something? Like, I need to know all of the answers. Like, I need to know what, like, if your husband passed away. Yes. Truly the last thing I would ever want to do, ever, yes, is put back on my wedding dress, update it, and go out. Yeah. Like it's psycho. But guess what Carrie is in this in the series? Psycho. psycho. I know. She really is. Do you think that like they they're trying to make her psycho or like they, Like are they leaning in? Right. Exactly. I don't maybe because like, like with Emily in Paris, how it's like we all know that everybody hates Emily. And they're right. like leaning into it now. Yeah. Right. They're Emily like, is so annoying. The worst. But like, everybody else in the cast is amazing. I mean. And I also love Lily. Like I love her as an actress. Like and everything yeah, else. Same. I, I totally agree with I you. I think it's intentional. But like I also find that like it's making Lily Collins become unlikable. Because like people are confusing her for the character. I know. Like so. So like that's unfortunate. Slippery slope. Which is like. Yes. How it works for SJP. Eh. Like exactly. she is Carrie Bradshaw and everyone is like collectively realize that Carrie Bradshaw sucks. So yes. like we're all confusing SJP with Carrie Bradshaw and no, like that's not. not fair. I think that it's like art imitates life. But th- no, it's that's not fair because we don't know that. I truly. know that. I, have you seen her? Have you seen her fighting with Kim Control? And yes, we already discussed it. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. This is not an SJP I'm sorry, bashing I'm sorry, I know. And I, and space. All, and I, no, and if I met SJP, I would die. <laughs> so I know. Okay, I got to just chill out. 
The dress. The I'll dress. Focus. Yes. I think that this, here's my fear with the dress. I think we're going to sit here and go, oh my God, it's going to be something like really creative, really amazing. Cause like uh, the Halloween episode. Yes. <laughs> That's what I actually thought. Oh, really? I was like, maybe she's wearing it for Halloween party. But like, how fucked up with that? Fucked up. Be? Like, but I that, like go to Party City. But here's what buy I Buy a costume, not your what, whatever. You said lower your expectations for yes. the show, right? Yeah. So I'm going to lower them right now. I think that they're bringing out the dress because it's a crutch for a lack of storyline in this episode or in a couple episodes. So they're like, hmm, what little rabbit can we pull out of a hat to really like excite the OG fans? Well, this storyline is a bummer, but just put her on the fucking wedding dress again. They'll go crazy for it. That's my prediction. Okay. It's a bunch of nothing burgers. Okay. Um, and they're dick teasing us right now. I disagree with you. Okay. Because I watched the documentary after I have to do which that. you have to do yes and I saw how particular SJP was and, and involved in every detail and how much she cared that I don't think she would just put on the wedding dress for like just for like a wow factor like just to like I'll bet a hundred dollars buzzworthy I'll bet a hundred dollars I'll bet you a hundred okay done uh, but like who's gonna be the judge of whether the scene was worthy of the dress low you're welcome we'll also do a poll because I can't trust that that you're gonna go again. No, like I. <laughs> if anybody's I at a disadvantage, trust. it's me. You guys like see each other every single day. She has definitely more at stake to tell you you're wrong than to tell me I'm wrong. But because she knows me better, she'd feel worse about you losing a hundred dollars. So like I just yeah, don't really I need trust it more that. Than you. I just not. <laughs> I have a baby. Fair. I told Lo basically how much I made yesterday in the car. So Lo knows. Okay. Do I need it more? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to end up being something that actually does blow our minds okay, in a good I, way. Honestly, I hope so. I will gladly donate $100 to like the cause of like my excitement. Okay, great. But I just to manage expectations, I'm going to say it's a nothing burger. Right, fine. Disagree. Um, <laughs> SJP, just quick follow up because the last time you and I spoke yeah. a month ago, yep. it was the day that Hocus Pocus came out. Yes. And I was so excited. Same. And when I tell you, I, when I read the reviews and everybody like fucking shitting on it, I'm like, you guys are lame. This movie was so magical. Loved. It was the best, like, it was the best follow up that you could have asked for. Those little girls were in everything. Incredible. Everything. Bull. Like, incredible. The best we could have asked for. Like, it was the right amount. It was campy. That's yeah. what it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. it's like, why is everybody taking this so fucking seriously? Like, I know. Like, it was en it was en enjoyable. And I've watched it like four million times since. Yeah. I mean, I would even say, I think the first one is just like so near and dear to our hearts. But like, it, it was a great sequel. I loved it. And almost like, I'm more drawn to watch that sometimes yeah. than even the first. Like, I... Love the movie, but yeah, there was one flaw. One flaw. The, in the only movie. thing that could potentially have ruined it for me, I, you know, when you're drunk and you like you can't have double vision, so you have to like cover your eye so that you can like see something. Yeah, I was tempted to do that so I didn't have to look at SJP. I know she nearly ruined the okay, movie. But this is the thing: I thought that this was my only opinion, yeah, or only my opinion, right? And so, like, I literally went on the internet. Did you go to the <laughs> to type word? I don't think it led me there, but like I, <laughs> I could not find anything written that shared my opinion. And so I'm like, is really? this only me? So th this is just to let me explain to okay. people. It's like Sarah Jessica Parker. It looked like she was playing Carrie Bradshaw playing 100% witch. You're a genius. And yes. like, what's the witch's name? 
Sarah Sanderson. Yeah. And it's like she like there was none of the ditziness. I know. Like which like is what was literally the what eyebrows. The eye, first of all, the makeup artist, what the fuck? The makeup artist why? The makeup literally artist was why? related to control. Why? Like why? literally that was in that was insane. But again, going back to SJP, she's very particular. So she must have been a part of that process in some way shape or form. But like that it was just like it was just too, it was crazy the, from the makeup to like, she was overacting. It was like watching a kid in like an eighth grade play. But also, but first She's of all, dream actress. But like everyone was overacting. That's the point. The overacting <laughs> wasn't the issue for me. The The issue for me was like, there was like zero ditziness, right. which is what the character and is. a little bit more slutty, please. Yeah, I would have preferred to see more cleavage, yeah. like the old one. Like that's who she and was. She looks fucking bad. Yeah, like why can't an older woman show her cleavage? Right. Like, is that what this is? What is that? I felt like it was like Catherine and Jimmy and Bette Miller got together and like rehearsed and like we showed up to like rehearsal and like SJP was like, I'm on the set of it just like that, but I'll be there the day before we shoot. And then she joined and she was like, It's my line. Ah, yeah. It was just like what? Totally. She was so disconnected. Literally nailed it. And like even like because like when I watch it over and over again, yeah. I'll look at somebody different. Like in each scene, I have to literally choose to not look at her. No, but like one time, I decided to just fully focus on her, bad, and I was like, bad move. "Wow!" Even when she's like not talking and doesn't have yes. a line, I'm like, she looks so distracted and just like what. What, are you there? Yeah, right now. That's like, how it felt. Like it was so weird. So then I saw that like she did an interview. Yep. And uh, when I was trying to like find to see if anyone had my opinion, and uh, she said she doesn't watch any of her films, and that she had to go back and watch Hocus Pocus once to, to like remember. To, to remember. And I'm like, bet she like never do that again. No, should have you should have watched that shit on repeat over and over again. I feel like she just like glanced at it once, like didn't do her mm -hmm. proper, like the due diligence. Like if she would have watched it properly over and over again and like seen what made her character so special. Right. And different. I got it. So if she never watches stuff she does, then to go back into, because Carrie, she just lived. Yeah. So she ne probably never had to go back ever. But like, that's like, that makes sense. She was overthinking the entire thing. And that's what overthinking looks like. Yeah. That's it. That's got to be it. That's the only thing that would make sense because she's a she's just great in every single thing. Yeah. She's in. And she usually plays a, a a version of what who I think she actually is. Doesn't everyone? Yes, absolutely. I hate when people are like, she only plays herself. It's like, well, like you are you, right? Like, so isn't everybody for the most part? Yes. Like I loved like, her. It was like it was like Carrie moved to like you know Noyak and like lived on the river in divorce and it was like you know Carrie Bradshaw was like a little extra neurotic when she was in um the the family stone family one of stone. my favorite movies of Me all time too. and it is Can the we watch season it yes tis the fucking season for that yes Hercules yes I love it but like yeah i definitely feel like and and so um Playing this was probably the first departure from anything she's ever played before. And so I think she nailed it the first time around. Plus, all she had to do was be ditzy and hot. But done. Yeah. I just feel like she overthought it. There's also a part of me, too, that thinks, like, is she in a place now where she's like, I'm SJP. And back then, she was like, I'm SJP? No. No? Uh, no. Okay. No. I, 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 I felt like she demanded more lines. Oh, 100%. And was like, I will also be funny. It's like, no. No, 100%. I also saw in an interview, actually, oh God, yes. that Bette Midler, Bette Midler was like, when I watched back Hocus Pocus, I was like, oh, my God, all these years, I've thought that the movie was about me and just about me. Turns out it wasn't. It was actually the magic of all three of us together. And I'm like, <laughs> really appreciate the honesty yeah. and like love you for it. Like SJP would never say that. But she would. But, but she'd she think it. it. 
<laughs> yes, and that's that's the issue is like the disconnect no. from Taylor. I her hate owning that, her shit. I hate. I hate listen, that we. It upsets me too. No, I really love SJP. SJP. If you listen, we are so sorry. No, like we love you. It's just like oh, it's confusing. It's confusing <laughs> us, and like no matter what, we worship you. We're worship. worship. And if we and if I met you, just like I was at the Halloween party, and you were in the same room as me, I would be dying on the inside because I'd be like, oh my god, does she know? Does she hate me? Like. I really fucking love SJP. So do I. I just, I think the issue is we're so, she's like our best friend that she's, but we, she's we're way never, harder on her than anybody else. Exactly. And yeah. I think I said this last time. That's how I understand. I'm like, oh, she my audience for hates me. No, she this asked. This is the same. You asked for it. Yeah. I was, I asked for it. Yeah. She asked for she it. Asked for it. We put ourselves in a position for people to be harder on us. Stop being our best friend that we've never met. Yeah. SJP. Truly. Yes. Okay. So that was that. That sorry, was that. Sorry, SJP. Next thing I want to go over because it's fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. Literally, James Corden. Ugh. It's like, do I even need to do the backstory? A little bit, whatever. A little bit. So the owner of Balthazar, which is like one of the trendiest like restaurants in New York. You've went been there. there. For, went for Tay's birthday last year. We go for like every special occasion. Okay. So he came out talking. Lots of celebrities, by the way. Just real quick, want to say that. Like, I think that's important because like they're they're used to handling celebrity clientele. Okay. Yes. So this is even more serious then because, right. So the owner of Balthazar came out out of nowhere. Who even knew who he looked like? He's a little kooky. Okay. He seems (laughs) like it because he just won't let the shit go. Yeah. Saying that James Corden has been rude. um, Rudest. The the rudest celebrity that he's banned from Balthazar. He cannot come. (laughs) And like gave specific details about like things that he said to different servers. Rude to wait staff, complaining about food, but like getting like. Saying like, I'll just go cook the eggs myself. Like causing a scene. Causing a scene. Yeah. Um. Ever since then, lots of lots has gone down. There's yeah. been like a half-ass apology. Then like the guy took the apology. Then he was like, wait, no, I'm not taking the <laughs> apology. And then it's just all been confusing. Yes. But first of all, people who are rude to wait staff, like fuck off. Like literally fuck off. Yeah. Like bye. But because this has all happened, now everyone is just like prying into, into every facet, every of, facet of his life, yeah. everything he's doing, because just like any person who's either about to be canceled or like on the road on the brink, do, yes. yeah, on the brink. It's like when you do one thing, everyone all of a sudden is on a hunt to yes. search for any other little thing that you yep. could have done to just like really like to, to make a better case yes. for why we should get rid of this person. Yes. Like it's crazy to watch yes um and that's what everyone's doing and the latest thing is that james corden steals other people's jokes yeah which is really egregious in like the comedy world but like like a big no-no also like doesn't everybody do that in the comedy world i like don't you hear about like i feel like i'm always like at least like five times a year it's like so and so copies other person's jokes and i'm like but like does it don't. Well, I think also now, too, with Instagram, TikTok, po- everybody like in their podcast, like everybody has a platform to say things and or be funny and or tell funny stories. So it's like we're all going to think the same shit's funny. It's like you're going to overlap with somebody at some point. So like nobody really owns anything. But like if a joke is like there's like the beginning, the middle and the end of the punchline, like and that is stolen. I think that's probably problematic. But like conceptually, like there's specific rules in the music industry. I took like one law class when I was in college. So I know everything I could basically be your entertainment lawyer. But essentially what they say is that like 
there's a certain like formula for notes because like there's only so many notes in the world. So like right. you'd be suing everybody for copying songs. Like there has to be like a certain formula for it to be like an actual copy. They need to come up with that with jokes, especially like memes too. Right. Like one time I got accused of stealing a meme and I was like, I don't even go on Instagram. Like, what are you talking about? And it was something like, so it was like, um, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Paris filter. I came up with that. I stole it from Maybelline. I threw Paris Filter on because that's everybody's like, what do you do for your skincare routine? I'm like, it's called Paris Filter. I don't look like this. Right. But like, I've seen other people post it too and people are like, they're stealing from you. And I'm like, I don't think it, it's not like that original of a thought. I feel like I've probably said that before. Oh, so I stole it from you? Yeah. <laughs> but like, it was the pretty filter on Snapchat. So I didn't steal it from no, you. No, like, I'm the, what, I'm the original is, creator what? of that one. <laughs> yeah, so but you twist, you tweaked it, yeah. made it Paris Filter. Yeah. Well, I forgot that you were the one I stole it from. I'm just saying. But <laughs> this one was a little bit different. This yes. is, And this is the thing. James Corden, he's on thin ice right now. So like you got to right. like make sure everything you're doing, like you just make sure you don't fuck up. Everybody's watching you. On the up and up. So on his Halloween episode yes. of his show, what is it? The Late Late Show? Yeah. The Tonight Show? The Later E Show? I don't know. The they all sound. I'm usually asleep. They, show, they yes. all sound the same. Yeah. All sound the same. On that show. Okay. Yeah. The Halloween night episode he made a joke that was exactly like literally ricky gervais's joke that he did in his stand-up routine Oopy. and so ricky gervais tweeted and was like um really loved the bit about uh the guitar whatever like referencing it which has now been deleted he deleted that tweet he deleted it but then uh, james corden tweeted this is word for word. Look at me with like the actual receipts I'm of shit right now. He wrote, inadvertently told a brilliant Ricky Gervais joke on the show last night, obviously not knowing it came from him. It's brilliant because it's a Ricky Gervais joke. You can watch all Ricky's excellent specials on Netflix. J-X kiss. <laughs> like, really? Is that like an English thing? Like, or I thought that was just like, it is it? To just always do X. I mean, I do that. I do XX. Kiss, I do XX. I do XX. You copied that my from name. Me. I know you did. No, that I, I came up I with it. I know you did because I know who I stole it from. And I'll give her a shout out right now. She's got a great clothing line. Rebecca Hessel. I met her at Cosmo. She's like, she's the founder of Love Shack Fancy. First of all, you've never written me anything professional where you needed to write XX Taylor. So you don't even, I would never even know that you do that. Well, you totally stole and from me. Also, I'm pretty sure 98% of women like literally respond well, I stole to things Rebecca, with XX. And I think about her every time I write an email and, really? and have a very unprofessional ending of XX. Really? Yeah. I don't care. Do you care about like whether your emails are professional literally or not? Literally zero. You should see how many exclamation points no, like, I I give zero fucks. Like when I'm responding to things, especially when they're like on like a big group chat and it's like agents and managers and all that. And I literally am just like, it's like that scene on in Bride Wars where she's sending out the save the dates and she's like, um... You know, when Anne Hathaway's setting up the save the dates via email and she's like, uh, having my wedding on this day, XOPY, like whatever, talk to you later, whatever. That's literally how I send all of my emails out to everyone in a professional, like in, in terms of my career. I know. Same. And I give zero fucks about it. I know. Also, I was in a, a meeting with Dear Media recently and I was like, I was dropping F-bombs left and right. I am the most unprofessional animal person on the face of the planet. Like Is I was that, like, that I need to work fucking smarter, not fucking harder. And they That's were all looking at me wait, like, hold on, but I told you that. I, yeah, well, I told oh, you that. You don't own that phrase. I know, but I told you that. Yeah, I know. I agree. Shit, man. I didn't make up the phrase, but like I passed but it along to you. You're the reason that you know it. I'm older than you. 
yet. <laughs> I've lived on this earth. All right. All right. All right. Oh, settle down. <laughs> settle down. Respect your elders. <laughs> well, oh. sorry, I snapped. It's okay. It's okay. So I'm literally crying. This is the greatest thing ever. This is my favorite hour I've ever done in my life. I'm serious. First things first. Um, yes. <clears throat> James Corden is not writing his nighttime monologue. Right. Let's be clear. A okay. writer stole it and now that no, guy's like, fired. No, like this is the thing. Like all late night hosts, like they, yes. like, of course, like they're comedians who write their own material. Like um, James Corden does write his own material, but yeah. not every monologue, like he doesn't write his monologue right. every night. Like you can't possibly, there's not, a, there's not enough time in the day to like write a full no. fucking show. You just can't. No. So like there is a full-blown room right. it's like the game of thrones house of the dragon table yep. where they like put their little ball down to be like i'm the one who's gonna cut talk right now and they're all writing the jokes and yep. coming up with it together handing it off to him and he has a very i will say this like a hard job to like because you have to deliver yeah. them yep in an interesting funny way in so your like, own voice just because like you're reading somebody else's joke doesn't mean that like that doesn't take talent exactly. like that's very hard to most do. comedians even the comedians that go on the road and have like their set they work with writing teams they work with like a team yeah. of writers yeah. Kim Kardashian how like a bunch of comedians help her with her SNL open like they're like very everyone, industry standard yes, yes 100% so someone in the so writing someone team someone in the up. writing fully fucked, fucked up. up and, is no and it's like working. right now like really right now is the moment that you're gonna decide to fuck up in such a major Maybe he way. was mean and screamed at them about fucking egg yolks and shit and they were like now's my time motherfucker yeah. Yeah, maybe this is literally all his fault because yeah. now I just like keep here. I don't hear one good thing about James Corden. I've heard I, some oh, bad things too. But like, then again, it's like, I, I don't even know if it's like a reliable source or what, whatever. But like some woman came out, do you know the um, Try Guys? I keep recently hearing their I names. I keep hearing their names too because of other podcasts. Yeah, but one of their wives, yeah, they have yeah, like yeah, a yeah, wives yeah. spinoff, whatever. So the wife, one of the wives came out on TikTok and said that she watched James Corden like chew like the ass out of like figuratively speaking, uh, <laughs> like 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 rip into a busboy at a restaurant because he was like, I want to sit down for lunch. The busboy was like, well, we're not open right now because we're like changing over to dinner, but we can, I can get a, like a reservation for you tonight. And he's like, what good is that going to do me for now, sir? I like went Oliver Twist at the end. I got kind of scared. <laughs> and she was like, what a dick. And I'm like, fuck James Corden, you know? Yeah, but then I feel bad because it, it is, it's it, it's like the, it's, and also, um, Keith McNally is the name of the restaurant tour in um who owns Balthazar, uh -huh. and he's like a little unhinged. He's an unwell girl, and like it's okay, Keith. I love you, love your re restaurant. Like it's amazing, but like Keith's also like you know maybe not the most reliable source. Yeah, but that's the this is the thing. It's not just him anymore. Right. It's now just like everyone now like on all, all these articles that keep popping up. They're yeah. like every other time James Corden has Come. stolen a joke. Every other time right. he's it's like it just like keeps going. And it's like not even about Balthazar anymore. No one like Balthazar. Bye. That's so old. Yeah. No one he gives just a lit fuck. the match and ran away. Yes. But my question for you, because yes. I have stolen a joke before. Yeah. And it like eats me up. And even though Tell the story, even it's though the I like literally tweeted it out right away, like the, I took this from somebody like I, like it still is something that like really like bothers me right. about myself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when the line in Vanderpump rolls, I feel like it was like season six or seven or something like that. When 
uh, I was talking about an ice pick, about yes. murdering someone with an ice pick. Yes. So I was sitting there in my interviews. And Wait, can you just give us a line just so like total point of reference? Can you even remember? No, it? like I can't. Because it was like explaining how I would murder someone. Right. So like an, I, you I use an ice pick because like if you make an ice pick, the murder weapon literally melts. melts. So there is no fucking murder weapon. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I was sitting there in interviews and Jeremiah, our producer at the time, was like, Okay, next question. Um, can you talk about like how you would murder in specific detail um, somebody if this happened to you? And I was like, no. I was like, I've done that. Right. Like every fucking season, you guys ask me this. Like the first two seasons, it came naturally. Do you right. know what I mean? Like right. they would ask me just a question I'm and I brought up murder. You no, like, right. I brought up how I would murder people. Right. Like they didn't have to prompt me like that was what it is. But then Bravo and everyone, the fans or whoever the one. loved the, the murder references. And I'm like, that shit has to come organically. Yes. Like it, I can't be prompted to right. be like, how would on the spot, how would you murder someone and I sat there just being like I'm tired we've been interviewing for like three hours like please don't make me do this like listen like no and then I was like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna steal my friend's joke and uh I stole Jackie Schimmel's joke because Jackie Schimmel and I had podcasted a bunch of times and she would always talk we would always talk about how we would murder people like our spouses if we found out they were cheating whatever something like that right I can't remember exactly and she was like an ice pick and she came up with ice pick and I was like that's so fucking genius like Jackie like <laughs> literally like I can't think of anything more genius right. because like literally there is no weapon it's hilarious and so I was like fuck it I'm just gonna say it and then right after I did the interview, I like got on the phone and oh. I called her and I was like, Jackie, I just want you to know, like, I stole your joke. Like, I'm not sure if they're even going to air it. So like, this might not even matter. I just have but, like, to I like have to just like tell you and like, I don't know whether to like shoot myself right now or not. Like to like literally like turn back my car and be like, um, Jeremiah, can we just like <laughs> refilm that? And I swear to God, I'll come up with something on my own. But I'm right. like, but also Jackie, I can't think of anything right. better than that. Right. There literally is nothing better than an ice pick. I'm trying to think. So then it aired. Yes. And everyone thought it was genius. And I was like, fuck, fuck. So, what so did I Jackie tweeted, say? I tweeted out and I was just like, Jackie Schimmel came up with the ice pick. I can't remember how the tweet was. I was just like, so panicked, like trying to like give her credit uh. so that like it what, but like not enough people saw the tweet to give her the credit. You know right. what I mean? Right. So like, no matter what, I'll always get the credit. Right. And it like eats me up inside. Even this, like a lot of people are going to hear this, but like still like not enough people. Exactly. I need everyone who's Every ever seen Every time you do an that- interview ever for the rest of your life from here on out, like you have to bring this up. Yeah. I and need, then justice I, will be served. I need like to get like um, an email or like a, a, a letter sent to every single person who saw that scene. Exactly. Throughout in the whole world. Like handwritten signed by me. It. Yes. Being like Jackie Schimmel came up with the ice pick not me let me rest in peace okay i can't live with this anymore I'm sure jackie's totally fine no i'm sure she probably forgot doesn't even <laughs> give a fuck but like it literally was the one time i stole someone's material and it like eats me up inside oh so like have you ever done that no <laughs> I'm a creative genius. You're such a fucking liar. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm so bad about stealing. But it doesn't I don't bother you. I steal. I don't even know I'm doing it. You have to think about how many hours. Like at Serious, I was doing four hours a day of talking, no music, just commercial breaks. And I worked with this like a great comedian, Kenny Zimlinghouse, and we were co-hosts forever. And like, I guarantee, I steal from him left and right. To this day, I probably do subconsciously. 
That's the thing. Yours is very specific, though. I don't have a very specific or one. Maybe I'm just like that good of a person. Oh that, like, my god! The guilt's just like really, just like <laughs> <laughs> you just don't care. I'm just a natural born plagiarist. You just don't care. It's tricky. It's tricky to you know like the ownership over things in this industry for sure. But I've, I don't have any blatant examples like that. But I have blatant examples of people stealing from my show. Oh, okay. Like what? Ellen. DeGeneres? Yes. I came up with a game <laughs> called Toof Talk, okay? And I would have my dentist come. T-O-O-F. Toof! T-O-O-F. Toof okay. Talk. And she would put one of those things that dentists put in your mouth, in my mouth, on the air, and we would play a game where I'd have to like say like famous sentences and Kenny would have to guess what I was doing. That sounds Hilarious. boring. Hilarious. <laughs> and then Ellen comes out with this game where you literally, the box comes with a thing from the dentist that you stick in your mouth and you re-quotes. And I am telling you, we did it so long before. And Kenny would say to me, this is classic radio. TV always steals from radio. It's like a known thing. Wait, that's so cool though. Yeah, but I don't get fucking credit for it. I know that sucks. Tooth talk. If only Ellen DeGeneres would get on a <laughs> podcast and just like really set the yeah, record Ellen, straight. Yeah, Ellen, set the record straight, you bitch. She's just like James Corden I know. too though, right? Yeah, I think they're... they're Sorry, Ellen, I just said that. I didn't mean to be... I, if I saw you too, I'd really be excited. I would also be excited. <laughs> I'd be like, look, oh God, we're such losers. I know. Okay, <laughs> so you've never stolen a joke. People have stolen from you. Yes. I stole a joke, but I've released it. I'm writing it down and I'm going to light it on fire yes. under the full moon yes. on the same day that this podcast episode comes out so that I can, I don't have to carry this burden around anymore. <laughs> the guilt and shame that I feel. So do we feel like James Corden, though, like, is he a bad dude or what? Um, I kind of feel like he's just like an asshole. Me too. Like, and like, that's that. And that's that. But like, I can still enjoy yes. his show. I can still enjoy the things he's in. Like, that doesn't take, like, I'm not watching anything because I love James Corden. Right. Like, that's, I'm not going to see a movie because it's James Corden. So like, I, I can still, like, I hope he still has a career. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want, want anything to have his, like, him. income. Exactly. There are lots of people who are assholes. Uh, like, we're, like, lots. And all, and you know, what he might have just like had really bad days on those yeah, moments like yeah. who the fuck knows we don't know exactly but yeah so there's that <laughs> hold on i need to take a little break just to clear my clear my throat okay okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're back now um third thing okay uh, another follow-up a little bit on what we were talking about last time uh prince harry's yes. book yes what, what, not fully released the cover and the title yes. and the the date the published date is out which i like can't even remember what the date is i think it's like january um but the title is everything that's all we care about that's all i care about that's really all i want to discuss kind of well like also like i was reading some articles today so like maybe i'll get into some more but like the title is spare right and i think like i get shiver oh my god I you literally, I get goosebumps. Like when I think about the title, I'm like, holy shit. That is like, who came up with it? Yep. Like brilliant. Yes. It just makes you, it, it's so powerful because it's like he, what it, it first, it makes me think of like all of the shows that I watch where it's like, it's right. all about like old timey people. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like royalty and like whatever fucking country it's about. And like, they're like, you have to have a boy. You have to have a boy. And then it's like, you have another boy and they're always the spare, yeah. the spare, like just in case the other one dies. Literally. Like how more, how crazy is that? Like it's literally like about death. Yeah. 
the term is literally in case the first one dies. Yeah. Like there's like something that's like, are we glossing over that? Like, so like the word spare is just like so intense to me. And like people don't use it really anymore because like that's like women can rule like women right. like do you know what I mean like it, it's not about having a spit also royalty isn't like that much of a thing, thing. Well, <laughs> like it, I, like when he so in the 90s like when his mom was still alive I feel like all of those like nasty British publications were always calling they would always refer to the boys as the heir and the spare the heir and the spare so he grew up with that like yeah kind of hanging I feel like he threw the gauntlet down it was like I'm he's reclaiming back something derogatory negative towards him and being like fuck you yeah I'm the spare I like I like it it's like if I wrote a book called Dyke it, it totally <laughs> That was just the name of your book. Yeah. Or it's like, if it's, I re- it's like reclaiming it, you know, it's like we were like, okay, perfect. No, it's like <laughs> if I wrote a book called Basic. You did. Which I kind of did. No, which you thoroughly did. Well, like next level <laughs> basic, which means Prince Harry stole my material. Oh my God. <laughs> Prince Harry looked to me for inspo. Right. And he was like, you know who who's who reclaimed something a little negative and like made it made it cool, made it made it strong again? Yeah. Stasi Schroeder. Yeah. That that chick on Vanderpump Rules yep. on Bravo. Yep. I'm gonna copy. Yeah. I mean, not me, just like paving the way for royalty. The moral of the story is, <laughs> yeah, Prince Harry. Copied Stassi Schroeder. Yeah. Okay. And it must have been Meghan Markle's idea. Well, yeah, obviously <laughs> Meghan heard it from me. Of course. And then that Prince Harry was like, oh, that sounds about right. That Stassi Schroeder is very uh, small. What the fuck <laughs> was that? Mine what, or yours? No, mine. Yours was bad. Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Give me something. Give me something to say. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what my what my book should be called, Meghan. Megan, okay. I'm not. I'm not sure what it should be called. What's that girl that you watch on on reality TV? What, <laughs> what? 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 What's that book that she did? Oh, Next Level Basic. Uh, spare. That's what. It, spare. That's it. Spare. <laughs> spare. Really it was better. It was really good. It was better. Really, it was great. It was better. Thank you. Um, but also, like, I don't understand why, like, everyone is so up in arms because, like, almost all of the people in the royal family like have a book autobiographies and like literally I, I'm like this morning I was like let me just like make sure so let me just so I screenshot right I was like remember Princess Diana yeah did hers in her true her true story in her own words yes well by I'm, another writer but like she worked with the writer but I'm sure they were freaking out to this level about hers too then the Prince of Wales did one who that? Then finding Sarah, Sarah Ferguson. Well, she got dirt. Then somebody, somebody who's a queen's cousin. We don't care about her. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but like, these books have been done. Why is everybody so fucking like, I cannot believe Harry would write a book. Uh, why not? I mean, it makes total sense he would. It's his story, his truth. He can tell whatever he wants. The reason they're shaking in their boots is because he's got the goods and they know it. And so this is like, 
the royal family Buckingham Palace is like propaganda to try to spin it to be like, he's such a bad boy who does things like this. Like I, but like even just like, uh, like, uh, like us, like yeah. regular people, yeah. regular, regular plebeians just walking the earth us on our, tw- on Twitter, on like, you know, commenting, yeah. having these conversations. A lot of us are being like, I cannot believe he's writing a book. Why? Why? Like, what like literally like that's exactly what he should be doing like, so like the people who don't like stan megan and harry like it says it says volumes about your soul to me and it means it's dark and it's not good there like you have to really reevaluate your life if you're like anti them totally you don't have to be like obsessed with them right but like but, like to be so hateful it's so crazy it's so weird to me it's, it's bananas like you're not in the fucking royal family what do you care yeah it's stupid and honestly every single person in the royal family should be coming out with their own yes. book call up simon and schuster get a deal Great publishers like seriously truly like I, what Milk is it, it. isn't that it's gonna what, be gone soon anyway isn't that what you do i agree like it's the equivalent to like back in the day like you know like taking like king henry the eighth's like journal or some shit exactly you know like that was let, a bestseller by the way is that even a no <laughs> I don't, yeah. Okay. I was like, there's no way you know what that is. Like, <laughs> or if that, if that is a book, there's no way you know. Yeah. Whatever. New York Times bestseller. <laughs> same week that I was on it. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Me and King Henry VIII, just like <laughs> literally on the New York Times bestseller list simultaneously. <laughs> um, no, but like, I truly just feel like everyone should write a book. Like, yeah. So everyone calm down. Um, yep. People are very, well, here's the thing. In systems of abuse, which the royal family definitely falls into, um, there's like an unspoken or maybe like a definitely unwritten, maybe slightly spoken rule that's like, we don't, we do these things, but we never talk about them. And that's how systems of abuses are allowed to continue because with with truth, they have to stop because what's happening is bad. Okay, yes, I hear you and you're absolutely correct. Right. But also Princess Diana and, right. and Harry's father have autobiographies that they worked with the writers. So it's hereditary. So like, it's in his, literally, it's in his DNA. But like his dad like can't be mad. Like, exactly. Like, critical. Yeah, his dad can't be like, you can't do this. I did it, but you can't. Well, that's another thing about the systems of abuse. The hip- hypocrisy runneth rampant. Yeah. You know? Okay. Good uh, justice for Harry. Yeah, just let just let them live, let them but live. and let them live and let them have their show and their podcast and yes. their book and like let them just like thrive the way they want to fucking thrive. Like yes. literally, like everybody, calm down. Agree, Ramona Singer. Calm down, take a Xanax, <laughs> Ramona Singer. Hey, that's okay, crazy. number yes, four. Yes. Number four. I am suddenly into football, <laughs> not like the game itself, right? Okay, not okay. the game. Thank itself. you. I have PTSD from this yeah, week like with not, the baseball of it all. Yeah. Yes, thank you. No, I'm, we're not even gonna get it. Get into that. It's insane. <laughs> Truly, I'm in a. I'm in a system of abuse. You are. I was just about to say sports. that. Like that. Like y- when you like got married. Like I had no did idea. you know it was gonna be. I that did not know it was that she was bad. gonna. She be. hit it. She hit it. Yeah, yeah. Which like I would do too. Like she you, you hide. She loves magic. So there's a lot <laughs> that's happening in our marriage. You guys, real talk. One year in. The night that Taylor and Taylor got here, um, we all like, we ordered sushi, like like sitting around our table, talking, catching up, and t- Taylor Donahue yep. proceeds to start doing magic tricks. And then I figured out how she did the trick and I but, ruined like, it. 
But it was like such like a random. It was so random. Like she's in practice. When have you been practicing these things? Yeah, that's the thing. It's such a random hobby to like be like to whip out without like warning any of your like best friends. She's always like too busy to do the dishes. She says, but like I'm like, well, when did you learn how to do that trick? She's practicing magic tricks. Oh my god, my life. Yeah. So um, back to sports, which your wife loves. Giselle and Tom Brady yes. officially divorcing. Um, I've found like before you even got here, before you guys got here, that like when we like put Hartford down to sleep, I'll like, well, Bo and I will come back up, like have dinner, wine, whatever. And I'm like literally trying to like shit talk Tom Brady and like he won't have it. Like he like everything that I say, so he funny. hasn't. He has an opposite. He has yep. a different opinion, but like I'm like my opinion's the only right one. Yep. Like so, like what the fuck? And also, like I'm trying to like gossip with you about something that like you kind of like right. could know. We can Bo. finally like we, we can, can literally do this. Yeah, there's like something we can talk about. And he just he he's he like won't indulge you he, with Tom. Right? He won't. And he's like he's too like I don't care. I don't know these people. I'm like no. That's so funny. That is so no. funny. We do not do that. <laughs> we do we not do deny not, shit talking. We do not house. do that because we don't know these people. Disrespect. Don't say that's that, <laughs> literally not fair. Right. You can't say that. So this is so funny because so Tay's sister and her brother-in-law. So we talk. So first of all, Tay's family, they're Eagles fans. So they like low key hate Tom Brady because like he was on the greatest team, the Patriots. And I'm a New Englander. So like I kind of have like a background understanding of this. But then he fucked us over and he went to the Buccaneers when he should have retired. Fuck his ass. So anyway, like now I hate Tom too. But there was a time when I love Tom and Tay's family hated Tom. And I was like, y'all are just so fucking jealous anyway. But they still like connect to that feeling. So now with all this like um, Giselle and Tom stuff, they'll be like, before they got the divorce, they were like talking about it. And Ashley's husband was like, this is like gross. Like how you guys talk about this. And it's so funny because like, he's not a Patriots fan and he'll totally talk shit with us sometimes. But like whatever, there's something happening to men that is triggering them with Tom Brady. Cause you know what Tom Brady, like like a James Corden, right? It's like, he has a brand that he's like a nice guy. Is that his brand? Kind of, yeah. Cause to me, like his brand is douche. Like after I I, saw him on like the boat, like after he, he won. He was just like so messy and drunk, like with his like trophy or whatever. I was like, your brand is douche. Like go celebrate with like your family. No, his brand is like team player. So Tom Brady, like famously took a pay cut so that all the other p- players on the team could get a pay increase. Oh yeah. But then oh, not me changing my I opinion. Know, but then, oh, but then no. I watched him as a Patriots fan, like Tom's art, like he's a golden boy of football. However, then I watched him lose the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and he didn't shake anybody's hand after he lost back to being a douche bitch so and also don't forget i loved him but now i loathe him because he left our team for the buccaneers so anyway it's very confusing but men i think specifically straight men are very like there's something they don't want you to talk shit about their best friend tom brady it's really weird but, but like Bo's never been like somebody he all Bo says is like he's the goat. He's the goat. He is the greatest of all time. Like right. he is the best player. But like he Bo's not like, oh, I'm a huge fan. He I know. Just, it's the same he's with, like, with my brother-in-law. But same like thing. And I thought that like when all this like divorce talk was going on, that like I would literally be able to talk to Bo about this because like, yeah. oh, it's somebody who you know who they are. Well, and he won't do it. And every time I bring up I the know. reason of why I'm like 
fuck Tom Brady. I'm so glad he keeps losing his games. I'm so glad Karma losing his games. I'm like, poor Giselle literally put her her whole career, yes. her whole fucking life on hold to have his kids and move to wherever he was. Yep. And Tampa like, and right she now. was happy to do it. Yep. Happy to do it for so long. And then he kept fake retiring. I felt like he fake that, retired. That was like a very annoying. It's like, like very like, I'm so important. Like, uh, like I'm going to do something major. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm going to do it again. I'm just kidding. Like he definitely, well, so wait, when the divorce was announced, Tay's brother-in-law, we were on like a group, ch- uh, group text and he was like, are you all happy now? <laughs> he was like mad at us. And I'm like, we didn't do it. Like, but he was like, it. are you guys happy? Oh, you destroyed your marriage. <laughs> and I'm like, well, we didn't. I mean, Giselle did. So I'm actually, even though I can see the error of Tom Brady's ways, I think, think I blame I, I say fuck Giselle when it comes to the divorce I know what so wait why because she so here's what I think happened I think that she met Tom and he was the goat and she was the goat of modeling yeah right? two goats. goats let's say goat one more time goat. goat and I think that she then wanted to make him what she wanted like does she want the sloppy drunk guy she wanted like the you know, I he wasn't. Strawberries he guy. wasn't the sloppy drunk guy, though, was he? When they I don't met, think he was. No, I he, don't really know that reference that he, you made no, about he, the drunk thing. Uh, that was just like recent after the Super Bowl when oh, he was like it? when he won the Super Super Bowl, and like it he was, was like, acting like a slob kebab. Yeah, which like rightfully so. Like I yeah. think anyone would do it, but like just the images of it, I was just like, ew. Yuck. You know what I mean? I think she wanted she wanted to mold him into a man. I think she's very controlling. This is I, I have absolutely no information aside from my um, brain. Uh, I think he is. I feel I don't I don't want you on this podcast anymore. <laughs> I literally like okay whatever. I won't interrupt you. Say what you want to say. I just feel like she molded him into the who she wanted him to be, and then he like lost so much weight, and he like looks different, and it, she like won't let him eat strawberries, and she turned him to this little like I don't know pansy, and then she thinks she was like I don't like you anymore, and then she was like I want a divorce, and it's like fuck Giselle, she ruined Tom Brady. There, I said it. I said it. I wasn't gonna say the thing. She ruined Tom Brady. He was so amazing before, and now he's like this little like weenie. He's like so like frail, he, and he's ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm just, now I am going to interrupt you. (laughs) So, when he was still the goat, he just stopped being the goat, like, literally three days ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's only, it's been very recent. I know, but like. So, while he was with Giselle. Fine. He was his best self. He was winning. He started to change. Okay, they've been together for like 10 years. You don't even like no sports. I know, but like they've been together for like 10 years. <laughs> yes, but I watched Tom Brady, who everybody loves, he our won golden Super boy, Bowls. to just becoming this like little no. weenie. I think that was him her. doing that to her. Have you followed he her Instagram? Was control- her. He has been controlling her. She's literally <sighs> not work. Like she literally has given up so much work, raised their children, moved to like whatever cold fucking lands no. that they lived in no. in Boston and then really hot ones in Florida. Erroneous. Like she's like literally accounts. had to just like do... Fuck off. He has to be healthy, too, because of his career. So, like, she's probably just giving him... Yeah, but it's extreme. Like, there was even a commercial I saw recently when we were watching a game, and it's like, Tom Brady's at, like, a steakhouse. He's like, I'll have a water. I'm like, yeah, Giselle made you do that. You really think that, like... Yeah, I do. That Tom Brady... Call my mom. Is, Call the vet. Is, she's so mad at Giselle. I, like, can't handle this right now. <laughs> like, I actually can't. And he still has been the GOAT the whole time that they were together. Yeah, but he's different now. Winning Super Bowls. How many Super Bowls did he win in the last... 10 years. I don't know. I would, li- I would like to say two. Oh, more. Moy, more. But I, okay, wow. <laughs> so then look how Giselle 
helped him be the goat. The second that he, no, the second he was the goat before, and he will continue but to she be. She helped continue. She no. supported his goatism. No. Oh, one some some inside scoop on I think why they got a divorce though, and they're never going to talk about it. But my dad's friend was playing golf. So, you know, they lived in Chestnut Hill okay, so outside of Boston. Real fast. What? He's won like a lot of Super Bowls. Like so many. That's why he's one, got- two, three, four while he was with Giselle. Okay. That's and how many before? Pretty goaty. And how many before? Ra- Only three. Only three. All by himself. Exactly. Unless they were together in 2005. Her, her, them being together is not the reason why he's winning. Okay, but Super you Bowls. can't see that she, you can't say that she ruined him because no, he I'm has saying, continued to thrive. Oh, oh, let me be clear. I'm not saying she ruined his career. I'm saying she ruined him as a human. No, just because he he's went not that being, hot anymore. He's, yes. <laughs> but like, I would, I would do that to, if I was married to like the hottest guy alive, I would 100 him, unhot him so yes. that like people would not. And now not, she doesn't want him because she's the one that wanted the divorce. Okay. She wants the divorce because, because she wants to live her fucking life. And she's probably so sick of like not so having him around. Like I would li- no, <laughs> I read an interview recently that he was like, I haven't been to a Christmas Thanksgiving, my children's birthday parties in like 10 years. Oh, that sucks. So like imagine right. being in a relationship with someone who is never at anything any of the meaningful parts of like what you think of of in terms of family. Yeah, but would she rather not be with him at all? obviously she chose yes so like he can't be like that i just don't think he chooses he's ever chosen his family yeah he's like the most selfish and he had the chance to go out a winner and like retire that's where you got me and be with your family to me is back i'm wicked pissed at tom brady but he had the chance to go and and he had he to do it to his fans like dude we've been here riding for you forever and now you're gonna like just go out with the bang go out on top go out as a patriot for crying out loud you know what she's right he's a fucking piece of shit thank you you're welcome you just had to tap no, back into that he is and you did it and i'm but ah, now giselle gets to be free yeah she can go do whatever we're all she free wants. of you tom new englanders patui we don't want you anymore and i just seriously love that he like is losing all the time little bitch now. baby like imagine how embarrassing that is like you like yep. that is so not the vibe to yeah. like literally he's jumping the shark go through divorce yep with like Giselle, yeah. one of the most uh, beautiful women alive, and then like just like start losing. Like you came back to lose. It's embarrassing for his soul. Yeah, and like I just like never want to hear you defend him again. Sorry, I I, I got I got confused. Do we have any more thoughts on that? Like, no, I like I just I can't. My heart can't handle. I it. just feel like Giselle deserves to spend Christmases yes. with the person she loves. I'm a little sad that they're getting divorced, but like she's gonna be fine, and so is he. Quite frankly, <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna be fine. Everyone, calm down. Yeah, she has, she's worth four hundred million. He's worth like three hundred and thirty-three million. They're fine. They'll be okay. Like they had a prenup, unless, unless, unless one of them talks shit to a waiter, <laughs> and then and then someone TikToks down. about it, and then canceled it's definitely tom no i've heard that they're actually both the nicest people i hear that too i know so like oh it really does suck i know i'm sad if only like tom brady couldn't have been so fucking selfish but like (laughs) whatever 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 okay last yes 
topic, which is like kind of random. It's very random. I don't ever, I don't think I've like ever talked about these people before, but like I've just like found myself like kind of like intrigued. Me too. Um, Nicola Peltz. Yes. And uh, Brooklyn Peltz Beckham. Okay. They yeah. both, they both took each other's last names, yep. which like I really love and I'm like so annoyed that like I didn't think to do that. I know. Like, I can't do it because then we'd have the exact oh, same wait. name. Bo can still do that. Yeah. Bo Schroeder Clark. Bo Clark just sounds so much better. I know. I'm not going to make him do that. Don't fuck Also, up. I know like how much of a pain of the ass it was to change my last name. Uh, and if I had known the process, you wouldn't have. I would never have done it. No. Like I like literally hand on a fucking Bible. Yep. If I knew the process, I would not do. I would not do it. Like God forbid anything happens to Bo like and he passes away and I have to marry again. Like I still will remain a Clark. <laughs> I'm not doing literally. This. No, that's why so many divorced women are like, "Oh, I'm just keeping the name," and it's like because it's too it's hard to go too, back. Way too hard. Yeah. I like. I think that we need to like set up some sort of like, um, sit like what like a protest or yes. like you know like just something in order to like make name changes easier. I agree because this isn't the vibe. No, like if you're about to get married, if you're thinking about ta- don't like, do changing. It your last name. Like, mm-hmm. don't do it. Don't do it. It's so hard. Just write it down on things. It's like, it doesn't even matter. I know. Like, you can write your 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 partner's last name. And, like, kids can it, call you Mrs. Yeah, his last name. No it doesn't matter. Like, it literally doesn't matter if it's on the documents. Like, it's so annoying. Yeah. And takes so much time. Anyway, so... Both of them. Obviously, they there's been first of all, they're like everywhere. They're on the cover of every fucking magazine, yet they don't have anything to promote, which is like so random. So I'm like, why are they always everywhere doing interviews? Like, I don't dislike them. I'm fascinated by them. Like, I think they look like two lovely kids. You know what I mean? I thought her wedding dress was and her wedding look iconic. Nailed it. Couldn't have looked better. Couldn't have couldn't have thought of anything better. I like them. Okay. Yeah. But there is this like weird feud and then recently nicola did an interview or it was probably a joint interview because everything they do is the same exactly literally like brooklyn and nicola cannot be apart for like more than 30 seconds they probably shit at the same time in the same bathroom like each other's legs when truly like it's like person sits in front that's the vibe i get yeah but there's this whole thing like okay is victoria beckham feuding with with them or like are the beckhams feuding with them or like where's this feud everyone's like the feud is all around the internet, but like there are no answers. Yeah, they won't confirm it. And then Nicola did an interview being like, well, Victoria Beckham was supposed to do my dress and like something didn't come in on time. So then I did that. It was very like, oh, yeah. wait, are we, are we just skating over? Yes. That like, I'm convinced that's weird. Love each other and I'm here for okay, it. Okay, so I want to hear every, I need you to tell me the whole thing after I say the whole yes. point and reason why I'm bringing this up is their Halloween costume. Yep. Okay. I just saw was Romeo and Juliet. And I instantly was like, uh, that's obvious. Like two feuding families, the Capulets and the Montagues. Like, is this, this is a statement. Why aren't people, are people talking about this? Like I I wanted to go straight onto like the internet again to see if anyone had my opinion, but I was like, I don't have the time and I feel (laughs) sick and like, fuck it. I'm just going to like think about it. Um, But you could maybe tell me some more. So I definitely think, I I don't know if they're like making fun, like if they're trolling us or if they're actually trying to make a statement about like where they really are with their families. I 
totally because like, is that how they feel do they feel like Romeo and Juliet like and the, the feud is not between yes. Nicola and Victoria it's between the parents well so what I heard so I got sucked into this like a couple months ago and I heard that Victoria Beckham hates Nicola 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 I, I can't it's literally what I did yesterday can I call her Nikki that's the Nikki. No, no, that would be so fucking annoying Hi, if someone. Nicola. No, Nicola. Okay, her. Nicola or Nicola? Nicola. Okay, so Nicola. Plus, I'm also thinking about your brother. Nicola. I know. It's like make my brain explode. So, yeah. Nicola. Okay, so that so Victoria and her did not get along, and it was like over like you know dumb mother of the like groom and like mother in law to be bullshit like the dress. Um, apparently she like cut um Victoria out of all of the wedding planning, which like pissed Victoria off. So I was kind of like here for like the shady shit and like Victoria. You know this happens with mothers of sons where they get like it's like Oedipal complex. Like they're like obsessed with their son and like no one's good enough for their baby, and so they like Nicholas. Nick- well, I agree, but like in Victoria Beckham's mind, like she might be nitpicking Nicola and she's like, fuck this shit. But then a couple weeks later, it came out that it wasn't like, yes, Victoria and Nicola have issues big time, but that it stems from her parents who she's super tight with. And they actually live in Palm Beach near her family. So like her family is and they're richer than the Beckhams, but also rich people are obsessed with fame. And the one thing, even if you're crazy billionaires rich, you can't ever really by yourself is fame and fans. You just can't. You can't. Yeah, you can. You just go on a Bravo show. I'm telling you, you can't. I mean, well, that Bravo has opened the Apply door. Apply for The Bachelor. But there's no guarantee you're going to get on. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm so, I feel like there's this, it's like a power struggle. So you've got the Beckhams who are like- The most famous. The most famous. But then you've got this a family that like their money like trumps the Beckhams. Like they could buy the Beckhams a million times over. And so okay. they're, they're, they're at this like, they, they fucking- Hate it literally each other. is like the Capulets and the Montagues. I've oh, chills again. I've gotten chills twice in this podcast episode. But like Nicola is like obviously team her parents and they live near her parents and her parents like totally like the thing is Brooklyn doesn't need his mommy and daddy anymore. He doesn't need his trust. Like he's now married to so much wealth. Like he and who knows maybe maybe the Beckhams were like the most controlling parents with money and they're like Brooklyn do this or else and it was like all money 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 and now he's like fuck you. I found someone hot and richer <laughs> than you. And now everybody hates each other. Wow. Which I love. Wow. I'm so here for it. So you're making the Beckham sound like the villain. I think though, like, because her family, they're billionaires. And like, I don't think you can be a billionaire without like being a fucking asshole. So I'm sure they're really difficult too. That's probably true. Yeah. Like, like, it's, like without knowing them, like, I just don't see how you can acquire that much money without being a dick. But like, and that's keep my, it right in perspective. And like, yeah, like all of it, like you, you have to, but, uh, you know what? Two, two things can be true. They can both be monsters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I love when really rich people fight because they fight over the dumbest shit ever. Cause all the real shit is taken care of. Like the bills and like, just, you know, like, like all of the stuff that like people like are up at night worrying about, like they're not even, they don't even, I mean, nothing. So all, but like we're humans. I always say that like dogs, horses, animals are bred, right? To do a job. So like a Clydesdale horse, if it's not pulling, it's miserable because its job is to pull. So like people are like, it's pulling so much. It's abusive. It's like, no, that's what their job is to do. Like, like corgis, like, like to herd. If they're not like herding in any capacity, like they're going to be sad about that. Okay. Humans, we're bred to be survivors and like, to like um 
what was the word I was thinking of? Let, let, let's just say surviving, right? So like our brains are literally like here to make sure that we, we don't die, right? So we're always like looking for a threat. We're always looking for a problem so that we can survive. So in the modern day world, though, especially when you're fucking rich, like all the survival stuff is taken care of. So then all you do is fixate on bullshit. But yeah. treat it like it's the end of the world. Totally. Fucking awesome rich people. I know. We need yeah. to we need to befriend more rich people. Well, I was married into a rich family, so I feel like I was like a little bit of an anthropologist. You know, but like you can't like keep talking about it. Like it's like, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's the past. It's the past. Like so much time has yes, passed. But I was able to rich people are different now. You're right. And they weren't it's been, that rich. Let's get real. <laughs> they wish. I'm sorry, I just like to say that. <laughs> Because rich people get like mad about that stuff. Like they're like, I am too rich. And you're like, not that rich. And then like they cry. It's okay. great. Well, this Halloween <laughs> costume then confirms your theory. theory. Yeah. And, but like, but it kind of says, I also don't think like when I look at this Nicola girl, like I'm literally don't know anything right. about her, except I decided to follow her on Instagram when she got married because I loved her wedding look so much. Yeah. And, but like when I think about her, I'm like, from what I know, from what I see, like, it doesn't seem like um, she's going into these interviews or like making these decisions, like as somebody who is cunning and smart, meaning like they seem just like, I really like Romeo and Juliet. No. You know what I mean? No, there's a dark underbelly to her soul and I'm here for it. Really? From what I read, one article, page six. I mean, what the fuck do I know? What What did it say in that article? It was just kind of just like talking about like the petty, it's like petty, petty princess. It's like, who, like who's out petting each other? And it made Victoria Beckham sound pretty fucking petty too. They're just like taking pot shots at each other. Okay, but like, don't you think it is weird too? Like how they're doing interviews about nothing. They're just doing yes, interviews about their love. She, I've she never wants seen to be famous, but like I've never seen like ever in, in, the, history. in the history of the world. Yeah, people, to, a couple doing so much press. Okay, just about their love. This is what it looks like when rich people are trying to be famous. And because she has Brooklyn, she now is in a position where she can be through marriage famous. So it's like like they're trading their wealth for his fame. And I don't think Victoria and um, David like that because they're like first generation famous, you know? Right. But like their son's also getting a lot in return. So like Victoria Absolutely. and but David again, need to calm down. If, who knows what the money situation is? So like now they've lost control over him because he has this money from a different source. Yeah. But if they were to, to divorce, like that's... He would go back to his mom and dad with his tail between his legs. And can we talk about their constant posts? I don't see them. I, I don't follow them. Like literally like every day it's a loved up like with like the caption is like so fucking intense. Like and because I think that they're like trying to send messages to Victoria. No, it's like always been like this. Yeah. And it just like has never ended. I think what we watch, anything that they, any interview they do, anything they post on social media, what we're seeing is we are seeing the inner workings of like a ridiculously rich, famous family feud. And I love it. Right. Love it. Everything she does, she does with Victoria in mind. I'm going to think about this okay. moving forward. Really as I, yeah, as I like keep following yes. them along. Yes. I'm going to think about that. Cool. Yeah. Well, that was it. Woo! You girl. guys, I feel like I'm going to pass the fuck Me out. Too. Not like as I'm tired, just because like that literally, I'm telling you, when you're sick, talking is like the last thing. It, it's more energy to talk than it is to like move around. I know. Like we could like run a marathon, but we just talked to marathon. I mean, I couldn't run a marathon, like even in my healthiest day, but like, <sighs> you know what I mean? Um, okay. Thank you guys for listening again. You can 
um, go and watch these on Patreon. Yep. But also, if you could go to iTunes or Spotify or wherever, uh, like, subscribe, and what's the other one? Rate, 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 review, subscribe. Rate, rate, review, review and subscribe. subscribe. I will literally never get this right. But like, um, that would be very helpful. And it's I would think if you tip it. a bartender, if you tip your barista, if you tip your Postmates, that's how you tip. Yeah. Free tipping, rate, review, su- subscribe. Yeah. I forgot to. Taylor, I love you. I love you. Next month, bitch. I can't wait. Next month. Next month.